and welcome back to the Win Big Podcast. I'm Stephen again, joined with Tyler and Zane. We want to welcome you to this Thursday Thoughts Podcast. Shout out to Valley Gloves, Train Like a Pro. In this podcast, we'll be talking about all things current sports, having a little bit of fun, so we hope that you stay tuned. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, just living life. Living life, Zane. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just living the dream. Living the dream, dude. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. Living the dream, my man. That's it, dude. Hey, what about Monday, bro? What oh, about dude. Monday? Monday was dude. was awesome. You get Will that not only was so knowledgeable and just dropping bomb after bomb, but just he's so funny, and it just it just meshed well all together. It was crazy. Yeah, you can't those two back to back Mondays. I know we got some great guys coming up. Those two are going to be a tough act to follow. Oh, no our, doubt. Our three hole, our our three hole hitter better be coming in hot, man. <laughs> That's a that, they did their job. Oh, for sure, for so, sure. And and, on, and yeah. on top of that, like that's the deal. Like the 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 Super Bowl sit down with just us three was was good, and we got to talk a little bit about you know your you know your kind of right now sports, and then mm-hmm. you roll back with Briggs, which had a lot of great information and then you roll right into tyler and then will and then in between those two we throw in thursday thoughts where again we get to talk kind of you know right now sports and it's just been it's been awesome and i i can't wait to just continue um continue on this road and i do want to tell people not only do we have josh cathcart baseball doctor coming on to show on Tuesday or to air on Tuesday, but we also have to. We have to. We're doing two. It'll be him and Bobby Haney. So be on the lookout for both of those. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, man. I'm pretty pumped about both of those. I think those are going to be great. Uh, there's a man. There's, yeah. there's not a whole lot happening in sports, kind of right now. It's a little dead, but. Uh, man, there's still a whole bunch of light to be shed on certain sports, man. So oh, it's, for it's sure. Pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just, you know, you got Major League Baseball, and I know Will was able to give us a little bit of insight on that and, you know, what are we missing the first two series um, right now. Yeah, you know, they said opening day is going to get pushed, you know, everything pushed back, so everybody's missing, like, their first two series. So for the Rangers, that would have been three at Toronto and – Two at home versus Colorado, I believe. And dude, I'm so ready to watch the Rangers too, because you know they they've struggled in in years. Had a big off season. Yes, they had a Huge big off season, and that's the whole deal. Like, as a fan, the team finally <laughs> did what we want them to do. Right, is go spend some money, get us some players that we want to come watch, and now mm-hmm. we're on like standby. Yeah, and you wanted you. I mean, that's the other thing too. You know, with with the Rangers building that new stadium too. Like to me, I get that it was there last year. But to me, this is kind of the first year where they went out and spent some money mm-hmm, to pack mm-hmm. some seats. Yeah. Because I've got to be honest, dude, like sitting at a Rangers game, man, open top like that in the Texas heat, man, it may be 100 degrees, but, dude, it feels like 150. Oh, especially in the outfield there, when dude. that sun's oh beating on you at 7.30 p.m. Yeah. And you wonder why you couldn't get picture, pictures here in Texas, dude? Like they they like playing – I don't – from what I gather, pitchers prefer to pitch when it's a little colder or a little cooler. Well, yeah, like you don't. Well, you don't want to sit out there when it's 105 degrees, and then you, of course you don't want to pitch when it's 25. But you get that closed. You know, I guess it can be open, but the closed 
stadium, just to me, you know, the it, you just get so much more consistency um, from players. I would assume, maybe not. I've never been on that level, so I, heck, I wouldn't know. But I'm, I'm just, damn sure you've been on that. I level. mean, <laughs> to me, it would feel like just kind of a more oh, more yeah. comfortable situation instead of being 25 degrees with 20 mile per hour wind or 110 degrees and mm-hmm. you can't even breathe. What would you prefer well, to like, play in, kinda, Zane? Um. I hate I I just hate cold. I don't really care <laughs> past that. I just I just hate being cold, and that's that has nothing to do with sports really. I just hate being cold. So, oh my gosh! And the ball no, the ball no, doesn't it's, fly. It's visible, good man. The ball, no, the ball doesn't, doesn't fly. fly. And it's also with the the bats that the kids and everybody are using these days. Like you can't hardly use that below sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody does it, and it's a good thing those bats have the warranties they have, but. You know, those bats just dent and crack, and you know it's just not good for them. But I mean, it is with like colleges; it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, yeah you know, they got an entire they got an entire closet full of them. Yeah, and we oh, just get all they want. That but, doesn't work. You know, but, Here's another one. Try this one. <laughs> well, no, something. Yeah, I don't think I've missed but, a Texas summer so much in my life in the past two years. Like February in Texas for the last two years has been just like awful. Yeah, and I used to love cold weather. Now I <laughs> can't absolutely stand it. cannot stand it. I hate it with a passion. And wind. When you throw wind out there, when you play baseball in the wind, that may be the worst thing. Well, you I played in West Texas, so Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it from you. <laughs> <laughs> man, well we had the we had the luxury Tyler going and playing golf yesterday, man. Oh my gosh. We did. We did. Dude. I was I was actually pleased. Um, I went back a tee box. I wasn't on the old man tee box. I went back to a you know a respectable yeah, tee box. Oh, you, you, to, you, you, you moved back from the woman's tee box. Yeah, he got to wear pants this time. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, the rule of thumb, man, if you can't hit it past the women's tees, right? And I, I don't know if we're allowed to say that anymore. Are we allowed to say that now? Women's tees, probably. Technically, not. they're called forward tees, but whatever. Okay. They're the women's tees. Close enough. You know, rule of thumb was, man. Hey, dude, next shot you got to take with your pants down, dude. So you didn't have any of those. Which was nice. That was nice. We didn't have to moon the world. Nice. Yeah. Did you wear Did you wear a nice skort on, on the golf course today? A Close. nice skort? I, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I showed up in my best Ian Poulter look yeah. in the world, dude. I mean, I, I had like I the had, checkered pants. Dude. <laughs> or what are they called? Plaid? <laughs> yeah. Not checkered. We're not playing checkers, my bad. It, it takes a confident golfer, though, dude, to walk out with those pants <laughs> knowing that if you suck well, I'm not, I'm and you wear those pants... I would wear them well, just you, for a bit. You can wear them because then you get up there and hit a pretty good tee shot. Like if oh. I was to wear them, those old men would have been like, what oh, the heck dude, is, what is going on? What is this cat doing? <laughs> it was good though, dude. Hey, man, I, I I felt like I played pretty good. I wasn't on, I wasn't dialed in completely, but man, we played good, dude. You play, you hit the ball so much better. I know yeah. the score didn't reflect it technically, but again, you're backwards on the tees. Yep. All right, so you're back further. The score didn't reflect it totally, but, man, you hit the ball so much better, dude. It was great. I did. I did. And then the one thing that I normally can do is play a little putt-putt, and I absolutely just choked it off on the in, on the green yesterday. That would have probably brought my score down a little bit, but it was it was fun. Good times. Heck, yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of golf, man. I was, at, I was at work, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, man? You, you were there in thought, bro. That's all that matters. 
And you know yeah, what we forgot to you. do? Mm. We never went Facebook Live. Oh man, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't do Facebook Live. It's we're pro- sorry. It's probably for the best. Yeah, we're probably. sorry to all the Win Big podcast followers that we suck at social media right now. But yeah. we'll get better. Yeah, we're gonna. Try. We're gonna get better. We're gonna. We're gonna get out there. We're gonna do something big, man. It was. Uh, Can't go anywhere up at this point. I mean, we're. Yeah, we're we're kind of like the catfish right now. Yeah. <laughs> We got one place, man, and that's up. So we're 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 good to go. We mm-hmm. do appreciate everybody tuning in. But hey, speaking of golf, we would be missed if we didn't talk about the fact that Phil Mickelson is still getting absolutely torn apart sponsor wise for I mean, dude, to lose a sponsor in Callaway Workday because of comments around the Saudi Arabian Super League is just amazing to me. I mean, I, you, Tiger didn't lose Nike. Tiger didn't lose a couple of his sponsors like Buick. And even when he had that s- scandal, I mean, dude, like yeah. he had his own four iron thrown through the back of his own car by his wife. And it was all over the all over the world. And Nike stuck with him. Mm-hmm. He had hey, a couple of sponsors, he? but Phil lost both of them. Dude. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? How do you, what do you feel about that, Zane? Well, first off, I want to say something. I don't know if y'all have seen the clip of Tiger. He's walking, you know, he's walking to, you know, he just take a shot and he's walking through the gallery. And have you seen the clip of him walking through there and a guy's wearing a t-shirt with his, his mugshot on it? Oh, dude, it's so funny. And he's then, laughing. And it, he's laughing about it. <laughs> I mean, I was, but you I want one of those t-shirts so bad. You can't, but you, you can't, like, th- there's not a mugshot of Phil. What do you do? Put an essay on a shirt? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, but I have, have a question. Like, yeah. I have a question, though. Like, th- and this uh, just, just came to my mind here. Do you think, because Tigers was actually actions that got thrown all, like, everybody knew what was going on. Dude, the numbers were huge there. And PGA never left him. Mm-mm. Nike never left him. Nope. But do you think it's the the day and age that we're in now where Phil says a couple of words and now all of a sudden people are pulling the plug on him? Like, do you think it's the day and age like nowadays or what? I think it definitely boils down to the fact that we are a much softer culture. And I, I don't mean that disrespectful in any way, but what what I will say is that, you know, there's there's less people willing to take you know, information that they find offensive and just move on. Mm-hmm. They have to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like every sport is having to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not I'm not totally okay with it. And and it's like anything else, dude. Like, you know, they, they've thrown around this whole, like, hey, do you suspend him from the PGA Tour? Do you do all this? At the end of the day... He, I don't, I don't see where anywhere where he said specifically that he hates the PGA Tour. He's gonna go play in this Super League, and that the PGA Tour are the worst thing that's ever happened to his career. Like I don't see him saying any of those things or disrespecting the PGA. Mm-hmm. What he did say though was that him potentially thinking about going to this Super League was gonna challenge the PGA Tour to essentially give the players more opportunity to one make more money to have access to the content that they ultimately create i mean it i i think it boils down to is this ruined his legacy or is it tarnished it and the pga tours to me doing everything they can to ruin his legacy 
because he's always had a riff with the PGA Tour on, on some form or fashion, you know, especially when Tiger Woods was making a big. He, Phil has always had this animosity toward Tiger in terms of, like, Tiger always got the media attention. Tiger was always blah, 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 you know, and, and Phil was a natural talent of the game, but, hey, there's always someone better, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just ha- you just happened to meet him but, at the same time you were playing the league. So, hey, wh- whatever, but it's it's crazy, man. How much of it do you think has to do with it's because Phil's Phil and Tiger's Tiger and he's their bell cow. Well, it's like it, it, this goes back to this goes back to what we talked about the last time we were on Thursday Thoughts, which was you know branding. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you don't think Michael Jordan had a scandal? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. But did the NBA leave him? No. Mm-mm. Tiger Woods is the brand of the PGA. Period. It's the same reason why, although Jack Nicholas was probably the most successful golfer, major wise, that's ever lived, but Arnold Palmer had a better following than Jack Nicholas because Arnold Palmer was the guy. Mm-hmm. People loved him. Yeah, people loved Jack Nicholas when he was winning. Mm-hmm. People loved Arnold Palmer whether he was winning or not. Yeah, and you have Phil, who is winning at an older age than Tiger, but whether Tiger wins or loses, people and follow him. It's one of those deals. Like Phil had a plan. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And PGA <laughs> threw an absolute haymaker dude, and landed it. And now Phil's kind of... He's having a regret. He's a little weary in the corner about to go down. Like, he does it... And again, I, didn't, I don't think he said anything too harsh. But maybe over time, he has just ruined his welcome with PGA. And they're like, you know what? Enough's enough. Let's go ahead and mm-hmm. possibly cut ties. Or they're just playing hardball. And, uh, you know, see if he backtracks, which he has a little bit, but I don't don't know. It would be okay with me if it was just the PGA Tour giving him a little bit of stick for potentially wanting to leave the PGA Tour. But it's not just them. It's it's his sponsors. Mm -hmm. Callaway's been with him forever. I mean, Callaway's been with this guy. I mean, you don't think that Phil Mickelson was the reason Callaway were on the map? Yeah. I mean, Callaway's been making clubs for years. He's going to be, before too long, the next outing, he'll be hitting Wilson golf balls. Oh yeah, my that, god. That's what that's when you that's when you know you screwed up, son. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh hey, my speaking goodness. of which, I, I, it's funny that you say that because I was on uh, I was on Wilson's website today, as you do, looking at some baseball gloves, <laughs> and I did see their golf balls. Their mm-hmm. uh, their triad golf balls. They're pretty good golf so balls. So just wanna bro. send a just wanna send a shout out to Wilson golf balls. Yeah. They're pretty just, good, bro. I just want to say con- congratulations on the new golf ball. <laughs> and we're still looking for a sponsor. Yeah, come on down. Sign us up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different, man. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, I will tell you this much, though, man. Like, there's always a market for someone on a rebound. So, you know, maybe Phil doesn't stay with Callaway. Uh, you know, maybe he has to go with freaking on my clubs like <laughs> freaking you know what's his name did from england i can't remember his name now but justin rose like justin rose i think regretted going with Onma, uh because he won the fedex cup he was with TaylorMade, right and then he goes to these on clubs and notice what pe- i don't know if people really paid that much attention but he wasn't carrying on clubs in his bag <laughs> i've never it even, was a br- i've never even heard of that Dude. He pushed him pretty hard. He still has it. I think he still has it on his hat, and I think he still has a couple of clubs that are on my clubs. But he still carries Taylor Maybe Ray clubs on the in his tag bag. Of his underwear I mean, or you know, it might be. Who the heck knows, man? 
I wonder if they have to send a list load, like, hey, I'm wearing your underwear today. Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget to send me my check. I don't know. I have the word written on the bottom of my sock. <laughs> <laughs> I have it tattooed on my inner thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! What a, what a crazy time for golf, man! Like, there's the, and the crazy part about it is, there's so much talent right now that's in the game of golf, and I think like all of it's getting overshadowed by this whole thing with Phil, man. It's getting so. It's that's getting what I was so about. That's shadowed. what I was about to say. Is do you think PGA is doing this to try to up the ratings a little bit? But you think that's actually hurting everything? Well, that's that's the thing, though, dude. Like. <laughs> And this goes down to the fact that Phil was complaining, saying that the PGA Tour is greedy and the purse money was not as high or whatever. I, I know he, I know somewhere down the line he'd mentioned something about that. Don't hold me totally to that statement, but I know somewhere along the line people were talking about purse money. And I've, I've said a bunch of times that the only way to get purse money to go higher is to sell more tickets and to get more views on TV. Mm-hmm. And TV deals for the PGA Tour are everything. Because the more TV deals that they get to, to promote the game of golf ultimately pours it down to youth. It pours it down to multiple levels. It takes it across the pond. I mean, it takes it everywhere. And, dude, it is a proven fact, and it's been proven on several occasions. Unless you're Tiger Woods, those ratings are not going to be as high, bro. you got to find the, the, the PGA Tour needs to create the next Tiger Woods. They need to create this absolute... What outside of just natural talent needs to be this kind of mythical creature of a human being that's going to mimic what Tiger did. And, and if you can't find it, can you find three or four guys that can rebuild it? And I think they had that with just, uh, you know, with Jordan Spieth. And I think they had that with um, with Brooks Kepka. I think they have some of it with Bryson DeChambeau because he brings a level of excitement that's never been seen before. Mm-hmm. So... They have to recreate that and sell tickets, and and DeChambeau is super exciting just because he wants to rip the ball a million yards. But dude, unless you're Tiger Woods, dude, though, that purse money's not going to be the same, especially in major tournaments, dude. And I, it's hard to swallow that pill because ultimately you want the game of golf to continue, but um, you know, at least in a positive way. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it unless they can recreate that, and they have to recreate that through advertisements. They have to create that through pushing. Like that the next generation of golfers are mm-hmm. up and coming and they're making something. And dude, I'll tell you, man, um, there are a lot of young golfers right now that are playing fantastic golf and it's definitely getting overshadowed by what's going on with Phil. Mm-hmm. Oh, no doubt. I guess you're right on that. I, I just, I didn't know if PGA was trying to, you know, up some ratings or what but yeah as long as if tiger like if tiger said tomorrow that he's going to play oh dude in two weeks then mm. it's going to go out the roof right it's, it's just part of it hey speaking of hitting a ball a million miles zane won't you give us a little uh insight on old tommy tanks boy that dude that dude's a machine i haven't i haven't checked to see the last my last tommy tank checker was he had nine eight games and ain't none of them cheap either. No. That dude, that dude, he he goes for broke, and I love it. But the dude doesn't miss either. Mm-mm. He's hit everything pretty much from left center to right center. So he's hitting the ball to the big part of the field, and he's just hitting it a really long way. But I watched him. Actually, watched a game. Forgot who they were playing. It was one of the games he had two, 
um, it's not a fluke, man. This the kid's a hitter. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to say that you know they started him off with a slider. He fouled it off, and then they you know went fastball up, and then they threw him another slider, and it didn't come back. No, you know, umpire but, had to hand know, him another ball. Yeah. Yeah, well, that the, the one that he had didn't come back. <laughs> so, and then his next at bat, then his next at bat, like you know, you got to think, okay, well, obviously this guy can hit a slider. Well, they tried to sneak that fastball by him. Well, that was also really dumb because he hit that one just as far. Th- that's what, like, I, again, I, mean, I haven't this, seen him play. Play, I've seen some highlights, but yeah, like, dude, he has such good a, at bats, and it's almost like. It's almost like right now he's a cheat code. It's like he knows what's coming, and um, yeah. Once I get my swing off, uh, you better ask the umpire for another ball. Yeah, and I, the thing is, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx the guy because he's. This is a. It's amazing to watch, but I mean, he's in. You know, they'll figure they'll figure something out on him, mm-hmm. and he'll go through a a spell. They'll, somebody will they'll get a book on you. But I think this kid's a pure hitter, um, with just power to with just power to spare. So I have a question. So you get a guy like that that's a freshman, right? Yes, sir. What position does he play? First base. He's a he's a big boy. So he's a big boy. Okay. So my other question is, I wonder, did he not get? drafted out of high school was it way too late did he just start figuring stuff out when he got on campus because i know that can happen i'm kind of curious that's kind of i i don't know anything about the kid i just heard of him this year and uh i mean that's a really good question i'm assuming um you know the home run thing's probably not a new thing to him um not by that swing no it's not that's that's definitely uh I don't think this is a new territory that he's that he's breached here. Um, I think I don't know. That's a really good question. I'd, I'd like to know the answer to that as well. But that stat line, and, like he already has like a year's worth of stat line. Like I would love to have um, nine bombs and twenty six RBIs and eight that, games. Like my god, that ain't no <laughs> lie. <laughs> Golly, you know, yeah, that's a it's pretty good stat. No, that's it's it's phenomenal. But like I said, man, I I, I watched him hit and. He's a dude. He's a legit hitter. There, there was nothing fluky about those hits. I mean, or fluky about those at bats. I mean, and I and, they, I, and I it was I didn't say this on the podcast because, uh, but before the college season started, like North Carolina State was one of those that very well had a chance they, to well, win last year in COVID. Well, they got them. They mm. should have won. And they, I, I'm not going to take not anything away from Mississippi anything State. Away, right. But, but yeah, North like, Carolina State was on a roll. Yeah, like they were rolling, 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 and then all of a sudden COVID hit and they get kicked out of the College World Series. Mississippi State ends up winning, which at that time, you know, once you take North Carolina State out of the mix, Mississippi State was probably the best team there. Mm-hmm. So they won it, and I'm not going to take anything away from them, but I would be willing to bet North Carolina State um, is on a mission, and then you add that guy to it, look out. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. And you know Mississippi State. Not to touch on you know, I just they like I said they were they were a great team. You know the best team that was left won. Mm-hmm. But yeah, North North Carolina State got 
got robbed of that one right there. Yeah, because they were absolutely hot. Hey, I tell you, but, I tell uh, you, and again, because I have Longhorn Network, like the Longhorns look good right now. They're undefeated right now. Um, Damn. They played Alabama the weekend, which Alabama's not great at baseball, but they're 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 steady. I think they've been better the past couple of years, but I mean they beat them like one to nothing, two to nothing, six to one. Like they don't give up a ton of runs. Mm-hmm. Um, they hit the ball a little bit. Um, in which Texas number one team in the country as of now. Um, but hook, yeah, hook them horns, baby. Yeah, but I tell you what, man. How about? There's been a lot of upsets too. A bunch of big schools, like high ranked schools, like getting beat a ton. It's checked, happened as, so much. Like these no-name schools, you know, taking down, you know, um, some school name. Who was it that Liberty beat? Man, I'll tell you uh, Liberty beat. Yeah, man, that's it's, it's dude, insane. This, go, this goes back to what we were talking about last Thursday. This year. But it goes back to like we were talking about Thursday. There's so many baseball players. Like there's dudes that fly under the radar and end up at Liberty, end up at Mercer, end up at wherever, and – Dude, those dudes can play too. And it yeah. goes back to it doesn't matter if it's JUCO or NAIA or D3, D2, mm-hmm. D1. There's some dudes that can flat out play. You know, some people get, um, you know, to that D1 level. And, and I'm not going to say it's luck because they put in the work. But some people um, have a better situation to be able to get to that D1 level where some don't. Um, whether it be where they play or who they play for, their grades, whatever. But dude, there's base. There's so many good baseball players, and you get you get two or three or four of them at those schools, and all of a sudden you start upsetting a bunch of folks. Mm-hmm. It's David and Goliath, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every <laughs> and we're, we're about to, we're about to see it in basketball. Yeah. March Madness about to kick off. Oh, dude, there'll be tons there'll be upsets. of upsets. Yep. I mean, last Saturday in college basketball, the number one through six team in the country all went down on Saturday. Wow. It's the first time ever that the top it, six teams, teams in the country yeah, got upset. And then number 10 got upset also. So seven mm-hmm. of the top 10 teams in the country got upset on the same day. Yeah, it's crazy. That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, dude. Like, I don't know if you've been watching any Mavericks basketball as of late, but, dude, they pulled off some good wins, dude. Yeah. They made the Lakers look pitiful. The Lake, the Lakers are pretty pitiful right now, I and mean, that's so disappointing. They're and, terrible. And you know what's like? There was a there was an article out there that said that is did LeBron put the Lakers on notice? No, LeBron's the reason why those players are there, and the fact that he probably made some choice decisions, he ain't putting nobody on notice. He ain't leaving L.A. Well, Where's well, he gonna go? Back my, to Cleveland? Yeah, my deal is this: when you look at the Lakers, they put an old roster together from the jump. A, you know, a Russell Westbrook that's on up there in age. You have LeBron up there in age. You have um, Anthony Davis that just can't stay healthy, but he's getting up there in age. He's still young, but he's getting up there in age. And I just, you know, when you're out there trying to guard these young cats and you're 10, in, 12, 15 years older, you don't move <laughs> like you used to. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah. But they, from the jump, they put an old roster together. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, and it doesn't matter what sport it is, the old heads start to trickle out, and the new ones come in, and I think they're in that situation right in now. In today's basketball league, though, man, like there's not many older teams that go on to win championships, man. No, that's just it's just not happening, man. Like look at look about the dude. Golden State were on a roll forever. Um, you had, of course, what happened with the Clippers, right? And then you had Toronto come in with with Kawhi and like all these things, these these upsets that happened, but. Heck, man, everybody was talking about – you remember when Oklahoma Thunder had, like, 
No, dude, you know, they, Kevin they, Durant. They, they had Durant, uh, Russell they had Westbrook, Westbrook, and I mean, they had Harden. Oh my gosh, dude! And then look at what Harden's doing in Houston, dude. I mean, he's he pretty much makes his own schedule at this point, and he still goes out and yeah, just and he's with what, who's he again. with the Sixers now? That dude must be the worst teammate in the world, by the way. Anyway, um, not to jump on that, he must be, dude. He he can't stay with the team very long, and I don't know if it's because, like you said, he likes to make his own schedule, and but. <laughs> Dude, he cannot stay anywhere very long. He it's, must be one of the worst teammates in the world. It's crazy. I don't he know. sure sounds like it. He sure does. But you I, know, I, but I you have you. Milwaukee that's still good. Yeah. But then you have like the Suns. Yes, they have Chris Paul. There's that veteran leadership. But the rest of those cats are pretty young, and it's just, I mean, we see it. We saw it in baseball a handful of years ago where some of the old heads just kind of start moving out and these younger yeah. ones move in and take over the game. And it's just you get to that point all the time. When I say old heads, the guys that not necessarily we grew up watching, but in the past 10, 12 years kind of carried the torch. And now they're having to pass it on to the <laughs> – Yeah. You have no choice, man. At some point you have to be able to, to you know, have someone that you can lean on that's going to carry a franchise or that's going to, you know, continue to elevate a team. And um, the basketball is one of those sports, dude, where you can have – you know, a couple of superstars on a team and take them far, but you, man, you, you better be surrounded by some talent, man. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if they're a first year player or a 10 year player, man, they just better be able to add some kind of support. Cause I'll tell you what, dude, the Mavericks get overlooked, but Luka Doncic is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And there are players that play for the Mavericks right now that I think are so underappreciated for what they're able to do. And it's, uh, you know what they've been able to put i mean 26 point deficit or something like that man pull it out i mean it, that that's not well, easy just, to do man it goes back to basketball like you just find some role players that mm -hmm. understand their role some nights they may get six minutes some nights they may get 16 minutes but when they go in they're gonna play a little bit of defense and knock down a few threes yeah and that's kind of what you need but I, but it goes back to you can have role players but if those stars don't make them rise to another level. That's what good players do. They make everybody around them better. And well it's just what it's what go back on what Will was saying. Yeah. You know, but they're they're comparing this Mavericks team to that two thousand eleven team. They said this run that they're on right now, they said the last time they saw a run like that was when, when they beat Miami in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know they were they were struggling early, but you had a new coach Yep. And, and, again, a new coach has to come in, and they have to change and put their culture in place. And you had mm -hmm. you had the other coach that had been there forever, and uh, Carlisle, he had been there forever. And then you have Jason Kidd that comes in, and it, it doesn't matter the coach and changer, even when you have new players. Like, you have to build that camaraderie. Mm -hmm. You have to build, build that culture. culture. They have to understand how things work. And I think you've seen where – now they're starting to put it all together. I think there's about 20 games left in the NBA mm -hmm. season. Yeah, um, not, but not it's lot. probably about time to hit stride, and I think they are. Yeah, for sure. I actually uh, – when when me and Christina met, uh, when we met in 2011, I was a diehard Maverick, diehard Mavericks fan. Uh, and, you know, she was in Kentucky while I was down here. And, uh, man, we would watch the games and then talk about the game after the fact. And then she – Watched every single game, and they ended up winning the championship. Dude, it was the, oh my gosh, it was the best feeling. At least they brought some kind of silverware <laughs> back to Dallas. <laughs> you know, golly, we've been waiting forever to get something back to Dallas. You know, the Stars had at least done it. 
you know, the Stanley Cup not that long prior before then, but, you know, 2000 and what, 2000, 2001 or something, whatever it was. But Sounds, um, sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was the last time we saw Silverware come minus the Cowboys in 95, so we needed something, but the Mavericks eventually pulled it out. But all so. the Cowboys bring these days is underwear. Yeah. Well, speaking of Silverware, dude. We got to talk about this. I, I I know it's technically not something we talk about on the podcast a whole lot, man. But oh my gosh, Saturday night, UFC, man. I'm shocked that you are just now bringing this oh, up on dude, the podcast, dude. Let me tell you, you, you're a big UFC bro, fan. Are this, you a big UFC fan, Zane? I watch it if it's if if it's like I don't go out of my way to pay for it. Um, my only really tie into UFC, where kind of where I got into it, was I had a I got a buddy that was uh, it's really good friends with Johnny Hendricks, and he would like come out and play like softball. I didn't know who he was, and I'm I'm embarrassed. You know, this was this was before he obviously held the belt, and before you know he had like his big fights against like GSP and mm. um, everything like that. But you know, he's just a good old boy from Oklahoma. You know, yeah. he's about no, as I'm saying, he he's He's just unsuspecting. It doesn't look, you know. He's a, you know, he was an all-American wrestler at Oklahoma State. Um, just, just normal-looking dude. He's not much taller than I am, not much bigger than I am. Um, but then he's like, oh yeah, and he was telling me all about it, and then I just watched him just beat the brakes off GSP, and then, you know, he's, you know, they said that he lost the fight. And then GSP looked like he'd gone through a meat grinder in the interview, and Johnny looked like he just got out of the shower. And uh, but then uh, he, I for, forgot who he, I forgot who he beat, you know, to go to to get the belt. But you know, he he was number one there for a little bit. Yeah. But then he got into to bare to bare knuckle boxing. But uh, oh, now that stuff's, that stuff's brutal. Yeah. Stuff's oh brutal. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, but yeah, that's that's really kind of how I got into it. I, I'll watch a fight, um, and I'll watch the ones that they play on TV and stuff like that. Um, but I did not watch the one this weekend. Yeah, so the one coming uh, this Saturday, mm-hmm. dude. Like, so first off, <laughs> former Dallas Cowboy Greg Hardy is on this card. He's good at beating. <laughs> he, I mean, so first off, man, like this guy found his calling with his with his, yeah. with his couch with his gun couch, dude. <laughs> this guy found his calling when he found it acceptable to beat up people <laughs> without getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he found his calling. But let me let me let me just break this down real quick. He's seven and four in the UFC, right? So he's seven and four. He just got off of a fight with. Uh, well, not just got off of a fight, but he fought a, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he got brutally knocked out, dude. It was ugly. Um, so he's he's fighting this guy called Sergey. I can't even pronounce his last name, but it, this is going to be either Greg Hardy is either going to ruin his UFC career here or he's going to extend it because uh, he's got to start pulling something out, man. I mean, he's won seven, lost four. He has won no contest, which means him or somebody else tested positive for you know, PEDs. Um, so Shocker. that's going to be exciting to see how that, that thing pans out. But the big thing here um, is Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. So Jorge Masvidal, dude, fresh Florida Jorge game-bred Masvidal. Let me, let me break that down real quick. This guy came from the streets fighting and would brutally destroy people in that, that, that whole backyard fighting mm-hmm. mess. 
and he got brought into a gym in Florida and went on to, I mean, be a really good house name for the UFC. Um, and then Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal used to train together. So they trained together. They would be in the same gym together. And now there's rumors that the whole fallout between both of them and why they're fighting now. So Colby Covington was the uh, welterweight champion before uh, Kamaru Usman took it away from him. They fought again. Kamaru Usman beat him again. Um, so Colby Covington, former welterweight champ. Jorge Masvidal has never held the welterweight championship title, but um, he's brutal. But then there was rumors that Colby Covington went on to do his fight, and there was time spent with Masvidal's coach, and then when Covington got his purse money, he didn't pay the coach, and he owes him like $12,500, and there's a bunch of this whole mix that the UFC is pouring on this stuff. Totally crazy. I, I will tell you, though, Colby Covington is brutal. Diehard, like, Trump supporter, like, wears MAGA hats, like, when he enters the ring. I mean, this guy is, like, all out red, white, and blue. Um, and then you got Masvidal, who's just an absolute animal. So this is going to be a good fight. I anticipate the fact that although I think Jorge Masvidal is going to hang with him, I just, it's hard to say that a former champion in any division is not going to be able to hold his own weight or if it goes to the judge's decision that they're not going to win because they're going to do enough movement mm -hmm. yeah and if it goes back to the whole thing you can look good against a champion but did you do enough to take the belt away yeah and not that there's a belt on the line for this but he's also a former champion he's going to be viewed as a former champion so you got to do enough to take him off the throne if you don't who knows i, I got i got colby covington winning this one but you know we'll, we'll see what happens are you buying it most likely. Most likely? Yep, most likely. This, I mean, if, if you buy it, I will probably watch it. If you don't buy it, there, I won't have a clue. There's a, few, <laughs> there's a few a year that I will definitely tune into. It's either a Conor McGregor fight, and I don't care what anybody says. You can hate the guy. You can love the guy. The guy brings attention to the, to the sport, and he is still the money grab in the UFC. I will tune into any fight and buy any fight that he's a part of. And this is another one just for the the pure hype that's behind and it. And shout out to Proper 12. We are still looking for a sponsor. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Proper 12 is so good, bro. And Conor McGregor, if you ever get this, dude, like, you need to come on. If you accidentally <laughs> click on this, yeah. Yeah, for sure. How great it would be. Yeah, I, I just, I'm like you. I, I love, like, Conor's my favorite, and I don't care. Like, he's just, he's entertaining. He's just for the entertainment factor. And just listen, I love how he talks. To oh, people, dude. I love, I love his, I love his accent. Yeah, that, Irish, that Irish accent, he's, bro. He's funny, and then he's funny on top of that. Yep. And oh, it's just, yep. just for the, just for the entertainment value. He, you know, he's my favorite. Heck yeah! Who is that yeah. guy? <laughs> Who the heck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's that so good, bro. <laughs> hey, Sorry, that's you, the best I could pull out right well, now. If you talk like that, no, that maybe good, we can man. trick people that, into thinking we... he's on. Yeah. Yeah, hey. I thought for a second. Well, when big podcast just went huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Unbelievable, dude. Hey, the I the Irish are back. <laughs> That's right. Mm -mm -mm. Do you know? Uh, I know this is totally off of sports related. Um, how's uh, and speaking of fights, how's the old how's the old fight in Ukraine going? Oh, dude, it's. Who knows, man? I know there's there's been a couple of 
couple of ground to aerial things going on. Some Russian planes got shot down. I will tell you, man, the Ukrainians, man, are holding their ground, dude. I, mm-hmm. I you know, everybody turned around, and, or not everybody, but, you know, the Russians, I think, thought they were going to walk in there two days and be done. Mm-hmm. It ain't happened yet. No. What's even more funny is, because it ties into fighting here, the boxing guy, what's his name? Um... The mayor? Two, two brothers. No, the two brothers yeah. that fought. Yeah, the bo- brothers. One's like a mayor, right? Of some city over there? Well, they both went to go defend the country. Hey. And, you know, Tyson Fury fought him. I can't remember. Um, the Klitschko? Yeah. Klitschko. That's it. Klitschko, man. Like they, they, The Klitschko yeah. brothers went back. I mean, our, our president Dude. asked their president if he wanted a way out, and he said he didn't want a way out. He just no. wanted some ammo. Yeah, he said, give me, <laughs> give me some ammo and strap me down. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. God. I don't think I will tell you, man. The heart of the Ukrainian people to defend their nation ought to be commended. Oh, they may, they took a knife to a gunfight, oh. but they're holding their own. It's still sad. I you know I, I sit here and think all the time. You know I, I've I've never had personal ties. You know, big time to the military. You know, been always kind of on the receiving end of inheriting that through you know my wife's side of the family. But um, you know, it's never fun to sit here and think that innocent people are going to essentially die from this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's never good. Mm -mm. Um, You know, the fact that there's rumors about this whole, you know, our nuclear weapons going to be used and all that, man, dude, I, I, it should never be a discussion. It should never be used. And there should never be innocent lives on the line to protect, you know, to, 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 for no cause. I mean, there's no, what's the purpose? I mean, what's the purpose other than for Russia to say, well, hey, well, now we own, yeah, Ukraine. I mean, what what's the purpose? I mean, you know, it's just it's, like I've, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You don't, oh, Putin don't become president of Russia because he's a stand up model citizen. <laughs> no, it just doesn't yeah. work that way. Dude, something, <laughs> dude, yeah. something else. Well, my 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 heart goes out to all the families of anybody fighting that on the on the Russian side or the Ukrainian yeah, side. You absolutely. know, the families that are, of lives that are going to be lost over this. Because uh, it's it's absolutely and, and you, I, I was looking up this the other day because I was curious how big Ukraine is. The mm-hmm. state of Texas is about Dude. fifty thousand more square miles than Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So just think, put this in perspective. If if that was them hitting, you know, the the south side of Texas mm-hmm. or the eastern part of Texas or wherever, like even though you may be a few hours away, you're not. You're too not far. Bad, like no. when we think of wars, what do we? We automatically think way far away, right? Like well, just that's the. I know I do because nothing's ever happened on you, American you, soil. You don't anticipate it coming here. Yeah. Besides, yeah. you know mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor, but I I wasn't mm-hmm. around for that. Um. But so you don't expect that. So you thinking forever away. But you, I mean, put that in perspective. That like mm-hmm. it's it's smaller than well, the state of Texas. That puts in things in perspective too, though. That they're in the capital of Kiev, mm-hmm. and they're hearing. They're hearing like missiles mm-hmm. on the eastern border. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's they're not. It, it's just it's it's sad, man. And that you know, speaking of that, that ties right into you know Formula One. They just canceled the Russian Grand Prix for this year. They canceled it. I mean, they said we're not gonna we're not gonna go. You know, we we do not want to. 
we don't think it's in the best state for the sport for us to race in Russia right now with everything that's going on. And I don't, I don't blame them one uh, bit. Probably not. I don't blame them one bit. Um, and there was, again, this is one of those things, man. There's a lot of good movement happening in that sport right now. You know, they, they just got out of winter testing for the first round. The second one starts, uh, you know, in a week. Um, you know, there's a lot of movement, man. The cars look good. Uh, the teams that figure out this whole uh, proposing thing that's going on with the car right now, it's bouncing up and down on straights. And that's because I don't think teams took into account the fact that these cars are now designed for ground effect mm. and moving air, moving dirty air. So we talked on the first podcast and a free, you know, as we've continued talking about it, you know, these cars were designed to take dirty air from the car in front and move it around the car in a way where the cars can follow closer and make mm -hmm. it more competitive. And it's moving under and away from the car, but it's causing the car to have some imbalance on straights where it's bouncing a little bit. And ultimately, you lose grip. You mm -hmm. lose this ability to get up and get gone. And the team that figures that out first are going to be the team that takes the title this year. That's my that's my opinion. So, so we'll see. When you, I watched that video with you the other day about Formula One and that that paint or whatever it is. That's, yeah, that's freaking cool. So Zane, just to catch you up on Formula One, sir. Um, I know you have. All right. I, I know you're you're close. You're close. Um, <laughs> but is it paint? Yeah, it's, it's so like, it's, it's paint, and when they're driving, the paint splatters yeah, on the car, mm -hmm. but it shows them like where the the air movement is going it was the freaking craziest thing so they can go back and oh. tweak that stuff yeah it's it's incredible man so they take this like they they spray on this like paint covering like the front wings or the or on the side of the car and what it does is it moves this paint in a way that it shows exactly when the air hits it which way the air is moving so then they can start to develop a car that's more aerodynamically sound to move the air it's pretty cool man they even put these like rake systems. No, that sounds awesome. It's incredible, dude. I, they, the, the technology that goes into Formula One uh, is 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 immensely overlooked. Um, these engineers are fantastic, dude. And what people don't realize too is the stuff that goes into Formula One makes it into the cars that we drive today, mm -hmm. technology-wise. Yeah. Why do you think they're able to take a two-liter engine now and produce four hundred horsepower out of it when back in the seventies? You were lucky if you got 400 horsepower out of a V8, mm -hmm. and you know it, it's just it's the same thing. It's 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 technology and being able to make a car do more than it's originally intended to do, and make it to where it moves through the air more efficiently. And aerodynamics are a huge part of that. And they even put these rake systems that they mount to the car that detect the air through each zone. So they can read the readings as the car's moving. It's it's insane, man. Yeah. And that explains why I can't afford a new car. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> they're definitely not getting any cheaper, but if you got a used one, they're paying a premium for it right now. <laughs> true that, true that. Well, that's insane. Saw somebody's, this is off, well, kind of off topic, but somebody's Instagram story or something like that, they paid over $4 for diesel today. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Fun Four time for Dude, it's, I'm telling you right now, man, like, the, the gas prices are getting ridiculous, man. It's, I mean, we it's may as well dumb. be riding a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, believe me, I've, I've, I've come close to you know, getting I, a scooter. I'll tell you one thing's for sure, man. What I Guess what I try to always keep relevant is when I think about where the economy is and kind of where this is whole going and what, what, you know, especially when it comes to, like, 
the security of people, right? Like the things that we we take for granted. Um, you know, gas prices going up are not going to affect those that need to be somewhere. But gas prices going up are going to affect the lower income because you're putting you mean you're putting a lot of strain on them making a decision whether it's worth going to work or not. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. Yeah. That's tough to swallow, man. Like you, you got to find that balance, dude. You got to. We have to come to a to an understanding as a nation that we have to do what's right for the people instead of doing what's right for the party. And when we figure that out, hey, we'll get where we need to be. There's my political speech for the day. That sounds good. Yeah, man. You yeah. need to play some patriotic music while you do that. Oh my gosh, I wish I had some. But then again, I'd probably end up playing like "God Save the Queen" or something, and then I'd get in trouble. So. <laughs> Well, my political speech would probably, I don't know if you guys are fans of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, dude. Charlie's Charlie's speech that he writes for Dennis when he runs for office. (laughs) Vote me. Good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. We're a mess, man. Oh, We're officially so a mess. Good, oh, yeah. I do like doing these Thursday thoughts, though, man. These Thursday thoughts podcasts are all us, man. All, mm-hmm. hey, and, get and, our and listeners for, a chance to listen to us. And for anybody, we, we'll have some people hop on on Thursdays here and there, but for the most part, it'll just be us three. Uh, having know, fun. Having fun, talking, you know, sports as of, you know, now where, you know, the other podcast that drops during the week will be more of, guest and uh some insight some true insight yeah um <laughs> yeah for sure for sure well yeah this is this is about as insight as it gets <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> no doubt about it you want, this is our profession our professional opinion and yeah opinion and opinion and yeah absolutely yeah. opinion and yeah i'll tell you what man i am just because the weather has been so nice recently it makes me know that the Masters is coming. I will tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's coming, and I'm excited for it. Like, that's the one tournament a year that I can't get enough of. Um, I hope, and I'm crossing my fingers right now, and here's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Tiger's coming for the Masters, brother. He's All playing right. in the Masters tournament. That's my prediction. I know that's bold. Because he said he's still having issues walking 18 holes but on his leg, but I'm telling you right now, if there's a tournament even, he's coming in, that's the one. It doesn't even matter though. Like even if he doesn't make the cut, it doesn't matter. No, he shows up, man. You got mm-hmm. you know how many people are going to be there to see him come out there, dude. Like they yeah. want to see something magical happen. You, mm-hmm. They saw it happen a couple of years, 2019, dude. Yeah. What he won, man. Who would have thought Tiger Woods would have been there on 18, yeah. dude? Nobody. But oh. I told I told everybody who doubted him coming back after the scandal, after the knee injury, after the back injury, after all this stuff, I said, don't ever count this guy out, man. This guy is a freak of nature. This guy's body is built for torture, and he is going to continue to beat it down until he can't beat it down anymore. Yeah. And three, four and knee when surgeries. He's, when he's not getting... <laughs> dude, until when he can't walk, dude, he's, like he's going to be there. And even if he can't walk, guess what? He'll turn around and say, I still got my hands. I'll just lead up against a cart and I'll play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is, man. He's not going to stop until his every part of his body tells him he can't. Yeah. I mean, he's proved that in multiple ways. So It's unbelievable. Yeah, but he's not getting beat down by a seven iron. He's <laughs> out so, there doing what, he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> there are no broken windows on his new Escalade. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, dude! It's so good. He needs to stay out of cars, by the way. He needs to stay out of anything with yeah, four wheels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if I had his he's much having, money, I would have my own time. driver, dude. Like, we, why are you even driving? I wouldn't. You're Tiger Woods. 
<laughs> Unless I'm standing on the tee box, I'm not driving. Dude, this guy, not only did he get his... Like, it would be one thing for, like, her to have her own set of clubs and put it through your back window. But it was your own, bro. Like, do you think he traded yeah, those clubs then, in? Then he freaking has a almost <laughs> death wreck. Yeah, well, and, well, here's the thing. Oh my God. Then he gets pulled over for suspecting to be driving under the influence of alcohol, which was not, and ended up turning out to be under the influence of the pain meds and things under like that. Under the influence which, of Denny's yeah. pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so then you get the mug shot, and then you have the wreck, dude. Like, I, I'm me, if I'm Tiger Woods, dude, I'm paying somebody to drive me everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing it, man. Driving. I'm I, yeah yeah I, I don't yeah. I don't understand I'm not it, but it. I'm not I don't have that much money and I just want the guy to last for as long as he can man I want to get one more one opportunity to at least see this guy play before he hangs it up that's what I want well I can tell you I got I have that I had that very um slim chance and I got to see him play and it was it was pretty awesome yeah it was pretty awesome man the sound that they make when they make contact with the ball is just like un, unlike any sound you'll ever have like, I try to mimic it, try to make flush contact with the ball. But let me tell you. And it's crazy because, like, I remember sitting kind of at the right back corner of the tee box. And who's the tall uh, – Kuchar. Kuchar was teeing off. Yeah, Matt Kuchar. And there's oh my gosh. thousands of people all the way down the fairway. And I can just picture myself, like, <laughs> just knocking somebody in the head. <laughs> and these dudes just get up there and just – Without blinking, man. Yeah, and Without just a hit bat it of an eye. straight as an arrow, mm -hmm. where you have thousands of people down each fairway, and they're just as soon as it leaves, they just they know it's not coming at them. Yeah, which is crazy to me. But they're good, dude. They are good. That is a sport that I'll tell you right now, man. It's it's by far been the hardest sport I've ever played. To 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 do what I would consider at a really really good level, dude. It's 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 the hardest sport I've ever played in my life. No, it's hard. I mean, no. it's hard hitting a ninety-seven <laughs> fastball too, but I wouldn't. No, know, is, I wouldn't know anything about that. We talked about it before. I, you know, and on top of you know all the the reps and take you know that it takes and the swing mechanics, and there is nothing like trying to hit a baseball or trying to hit a golf ball that will screw up your psyche and get in your mm. head oh, more yeah. so than that. And I, I will, I'll put that up against anything or anybody. That anybody says, but like insane. But and even with like, you could go in there tomorrow in the cage, hit twenty balls and just absolutely hit every single one of them on the screws. And then you'll go in there. You could take a break and go in there two hours later and freaking miss hit all twenty. It's just, yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, I, well, I, I, you you could attest to this. So I remember that feeling as a player. But let me tell you something. You can extrapolate that by about a million when it's your kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it. You can extrapolate that by about a million when it when it's your kid. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like, I, I, I've been in games where I'm I'm ready for my kid to get to bat because I know they're seeing the ball well and and their at bats are good and I know that they're gonna do well. And then there's sometimes I'm like, oh god. Can yeah. we just please not throw them a strike right now so they can draw a walk? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude. I'll tell you what, man. Can your dad buy you a bat that doesn't have a hole in it? Thank you. 
Oh my gosh. Are y'all missing football? Dude, I so I tell people this all the time. Like I'm a huge baseball guy. Mm-hmm. But Dude, I can't ever get enough football. Like, oh I am gosh, a football dude. junkie. I love baseball. That's what I do. I'm missing. I football can never right get now, enough yeah. football because when football comes on, I'm I watch college baseball and I love college baseball. I watch MLB baseball, but it's mainly the Rangers or you mm-hmm. know something like that. But like college football or NFL football, yeah, it doesn't even matter who's playing. I'm tuning in because that's just, dude. I love football, and we got an extra game this year. And yeah. we still, I and mean, we got well. We had extra game, extra playoff, mm-hmm. and we still can't get enough football. Yeah, it felt man. like football Dude, lasted for ten I mean, months, yeah, but now it, it feels like it's been over for ten months. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll watch it if it's on, but you know, football is not something that I've ever really like seeked out. Like I. I mean, I'll watch it like on Saturday morning. I love college football, like mm-hmm. more so than pro. But I hear that I've gotten older. I've, like the last few years, I've watched more. Um, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just not never been something that I'm just that I have to that I have to sit down and do. Yeah, you I, know, I, 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 didn't, am, I didn't start. I'm, my life doesn't revolve around it. Yeah, I didn't I'll tell start. you what I do enjoy watching is hockey. Dude. I've never. Played, I've never played a second of hockey in my life, but there I love watching hockey. Dude, I had a buddy of mine take me to one Stars game. I've only ever been to one Stars game, and I was like, man, I know nothing about hockey. Could really care less to watch hockey. Yeah, he's like, dude, go and you'll appreciate. It. And I tell yeah. you what, those things, it, those it guys was moves, freaking dude. awesome. And I tell you what, I don't watch hockey during the year, but when playoff hockey rolls around, I'll turn it on because it it is so exciting, especially a game seven in overtime or something like that like dude that's about mm-hmm. as exciting as it gets well i'll tell you one thing's for sure man no, that, i haven't i have an appreciation for it only for the fact that i follow it's easier to follow when you understand the rules of soccer when you have things like offsides and things like yeah, that you know guys I, with certain I still things don't think i figured out offsides but anyway yeah it's it dude it, it hockey's a hockey is a fun a fun sport dude and i'll tell you what man the stars look good dude Do the they? stars look really good man they've they've looked good all year um they got some good talent on there. They didn't all mesh well early, but they're still they're still there. They're still in contention to do something. So we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good year for a lot of sports. You know, we got the you know the World Cup this year is gonna be in uh, the Middle East, so uh, that's gonna be huge. And they're doing it in like November because of I guess the summer storms that happen over there. So they're doing it in November instead of doing it during the summer. Hmm. So that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that, man. Uh, England did well last run in the Euros, made the final. So I got England going at least to the quarterfinals, semifinals. The U.S. men's team is probably going to, you know, not even get in. Who knows? No, exactly. But it is what it is on that front. Oh, my gosh. We're not very good at soccer. To see the void between women's soccer in the U.S. and men's soccer in the U.S. is so bad. I was actually just about to say that. so bad. What what is that disconnect? Women's soccer's always been legit I, mm-hmm. since I've since I can remember. It's been a it's been a promotion, man, for school. So here's the thing, dude. Like soccer back when, when I when I grew up playing that game, man. Like every single day. I mean, we 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 ate, slept, drank that sport, man. It was it was life, and it's it's a part of everything that we do. And here in the U.S., it seemed to be more of a feminine sport. 
And I'm not saying that it's not a feminine sport. I mean, look, there's women's teams, there's men's teams all over the world for soccer. But it definitely seemed to be more of a push here on the women's side of things Mm -hmm. versus the men's side of things. And I don't know if that's because football took precedent Mm -hmm. over everything else. Because American football is what soccer is to the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, really, the only place that plays football like they do here in the U.S. is pretty much the United States. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. as far as it goes. There, there are Australian football leagues that play American-style football, and there are American-style football leagues, you know, at least in England that I know of. And it's, but it's nowhere near as much of a grab. But football is a way of life here, yeah. as well as football, right, mm-hmm. is a way of life in, in Europe. So. Um, it's different, man. It's very different. I, I, I will say that because of that, and it's been in that position for a longer period of time, gives you more time to assess talent and see the difference between great players and just good players. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. men's team has not been able to figure that out, which is why the MLS, when they have the opportunity, bring in players like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who played for Sweden International, played for... Real Madrid played for all these places, man, and he's absolutely unbelievable. And bringing him into the LA Galaxy and instantly transforms the game. They bring Wayne Rooney, who was on his last leg in in the Premier League, looking like nobody, and then comes and plays for DC United and looks like a star all over again. I mean, the, the talent level is so far. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, it just needs to be invested in. That's that's what needs to happen. If the U.S. men's team in soccer want to advance and do something different. They're going to have to invest in the youth, man. They're going to have to make it a sport worth playing in because, dude, you have Mexico just south of you that make the U.S. men's team look terrible. Mm-hmm. And they're on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. Compete with them. Figure yeah. out what they do and learn from it. That's what I would say. Because they do they do a lot of things well. They don't do a lot of things great, but they do a lot of things well. Mm-hmm. Hey. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. The, the jack jack of all trades, master of none. Dude, yeah. <laughs> what the U.S. do? Let me tell you, man. They may as well go Story ahead. Of my and, life. They may as well go ahead and figure out how to make cleats, because that's about as far as they need to get to the actual like field, man. It's 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 not good, dude. It's not fun to watch. I will tell you, man. The women's international soccer is super exciting. Um, if you get a chance to ever tune into that stuff, like the Women's World Cup and what have you, the Women's Euro, dude, England and the United States were going out. The United States ended up beating England, and it was unbelievable. I mean, it was so fun from start to finish. It didn't die off. It was not short of of entertainment. And, uh, yeah, the World Cup's going to be exciting this year. We'll see what happens. But Absolutely. Well, hopefully we will get some baseball. Yep. Golf's coming up. Formula yes. One's coming up. We're about to hit – um, NBA playoffs, um, NHL playoffs, March Madness. March Madness is coming, so we got a lot to uh, going to go on in the next few weeks. Zane, appreciate you uh, being on. Stephen, appreciate it. Heck yeah, and we'll appreciate be back. you having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> and yeah, then we will. Uh, we'll I'm ravine glad to be a part of our podcast. <laughs> we'll ravine at the beginning of next week and uh, have a couple of different podcast, uh, a couple of guests coming on. And we'll uh, get those out um, to you. And uh, just keep tuning in. All righty. Later, guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh Until next time, tee it high and let it fly. You've been listening to the Win Big Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love your continued support. 
Head over to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast to subscribe and catch us on our next episode.